when we started our adventure, Dash, Hemlock, and Jericho were racing away with an idol that they had stolen from a whole bunch of, uh, let's call them bad guys, who were trying to uh, keep the idol back from them. They were able to make a kind of a Cobalt. dashing heroic escape. Well, maybe kobolds maybe <laughs> as they uh, made their way back into town with the idol successfully in hand and telling each other of all their great stories and feats that they did they met up with the other three heroes that are a part of this group galen agiri and yannick all of them together because they were hired to retrieve this idol brought that idol back to the tent areas of tabernary where everyone was located and where this group is based inside varen Lady Havice, who was the uh, person that hired them to uh, get the idol, was very grateful for it. Uh, before we head out, she was a bit of a fortune teller and decided to tell Hemlock his future, whether he wanted it or not. After everyone got paid, we were on our way back to Peg's Tavern to see what to do next and to share stories back and forth. On our way there, uh, there was a bit of a, a bumping around that happened, and we found out about various things going on throughout the town and something happening outside of town the toadies were causing a bit of a tr problem up and down the river uh and just causing a lot of trade issues that were going on feeling like they were being left out of it there's a lot of civil unrest that's going on that we found out about as we went through and that was just kind of the start of where things were we also found out uh when we all kind of dispersed from pegs and started doing our own thing galen went home to meet his wife and uh, Dash and Jericho started sharing stories back and forth, and Jericho started le learning new songs. And Aguirre and Yannick went to their Temple of Karahel, where they were an acolyte and a champion of Karahel, and they went to the nearest priest uh, just to see how things were and check in. Well, they found out that that temple had actually been broken into the night before. There was apparently some wizard around town by the name of Gazmore who was hoping to purchase different scrolls from the Temple of Karahel out of the archives. Of course, as they're sacred and protected tomes, they're not going to be uh, let go of. Well, that night, Gazmore, after being upset that he couldn't make any purchases, came back with a thug. One of his large brutes by the name of Popper, who, came, who broke in, attacked the priest, and then took them all. So, hearing about, about this... Aguirre and Yannick immediately started an investigation. They brought it to the rest of the group, and we decided to go out and find Gazmore to recover these scrolls. Uh, Galen did all the things he could to get through town, to uh, investigate, to ask, use his place as a city guard of the Night Watch to uh, shake some people down and get some information out of them. Uh, we eventually did find out that there's probably a hideout farther outside of the town of Tabernary entirely, up in the White Hills that, that would lead us there. With that information, we started speeding out again and did encounter kobolds even more because they're all over the place out there. Uh, not being killed just this time, we made it through and started continuing to explore up where we were fired at by another set of arrows. <clears throat> These arrows seemed a little bit more uh, well-fashioned, but not terribly well-aimed. We found out it was a guy named Nurador who was uh, on a message actually out of Mirskan. He had a message from the Silver Council that he was taking to someone in Tabernary. It wasn't us, so he wouldn't tell us what the details were of that. But we let Nurador move on his way and continued forward until we finally encountered 
a giant set of stone doors in the face of a cliff that we learned was called Fort Ivakil. These doors were magically sealed, and we did all of their power to try to figure out what the combination was to unlock it, with the exception of Galen, who actually used his Thaumaturge ability to zap himself inside the door as a mirror, mirrored effect, and he just kind of teleported through. Dash eventually figured it out after taking extensive amounts of damage uh, and zapping himself repeatedly in the process, much to everyone's advice not to and chagrin. But we finally got in and started working our way through. When we caught up with Galen, we found, uh, interestingly enough, inside the fort, which was mostly abandoned, it wasn't entirely abandoned. There was a giant dragon skull up in the door adorning it. And in one of the side rooms, there was an ice method, which was an elemental creature that's not even from our realm. It looks like it had been summoned in somehow. Well, we found out how later on, as we encountered a creepy old man named Old Glenn, who had discovered the secret of summoning things. But he was a prisoner there because Gazmore had taken his ability using his scrolls and was summoning his own things, including building his own small army. We're, old Glenn told us there were a bunch of orcs in there. We started going through different trapped rooms. There was one room that was tired and coverly in ice. It was just covered everywhere and uh, very, very difficult to get through unless you have an acolyte on hand that can make a ladder. And Agiri <laughs> called up a ladder spell and that was the only thing to defeat the entire room of ice. So we learned that lesson and get those experience points to go through it. Eventually we made it through the end and there it was. There was Gazmore using a bunch of these scrolls and all of the orcs that we were promised and we got into a huge fight. We managed to take him down. A couple of us fell in the process or got real close, but uh, we saved each other, kept it all together, and recovered those scrolls to start bringing them back. Galen held on to them very tightly, as he likes scrolls a lot. When we returned back in the tavernry, Dash got a little distracted and, and had to dash off for a little bit on his own, but everyone else started coming into the town and heard a huge amount of unrest that was going on. There was a huge mob that was disrupting the construction of building a wall. And we found out that there's this character named Plem who was all about keeping Tabernary the way that it is, not letting all of these refugees that live on the outside of uh, Tabernary, as well as all over the place in Varenne after the, the big attack that happened in Calavier, there's refugees all over the world. And Tabernary has their fair share, but the residents of Tabernary, at least the select few, were really against including them in the town and giving them the same protections. And they wanted to stop all the construction and just chase all of them away. Well, Jericho stepped in and did exactly what he does as diplomatically as possible. And he made sure that everyone stayed alive uh, and that everyone kind of calmed down. It was a dramatic event that probably shouldn't have happened, but the dice said otherwise. And uh, he, he kept everyone calm and relieved. So we were able to get back into town and work our way up through the next things that we're going through. One of them was Hemlock. Hemlock was able to go see his smithy, Sylvia, uh, and not only get some new ammo and armaments for the gun he has, but found out that she had access to make a whole nother gun and gave him what he needed to do so. He was going to have to save up for it because he doesn't have a lot of cash, but Jericho again swept in kind of in the background, paid for that second gun, and then Hemlock now has two guns. A couple of other things happened. Of course, Yannick and Agiri took the scrolls back to the Temple of Karahel, and on their way back for it, 
they received a missive from uh, the Temple of Carahel in Edlin Home. Something to the effect of, uh, we need your diplomatic skills. Uh, we hope Carahel finds you in good graces. <clears throat> there is a space in Tabernary that uh, is going to be fitting for a new temple as we've outgrown our current space. And we need you to go speak with the mayor and ask for him to donate it to us. <laughs> that seemed to be one of those elements that we would have to really try to figure out because we didn't know how to get to the mayor. Or so we thought. Turns out Agiri has an inside contact and he's a very close friend with Gideon Delfana, who is one of the mayor's counselors. Even though we tried to wait through line and get ourselves up to the city, Gideon found us, brought us in. We had a great meeting with Mayor Hale who was a very busy person, uh, did his best to try to listen to us, and Yannick stepped up and really got him to pay attention and listen to the needs that we had and spoke to the positive message and intent that it would bring, as well as just kind of an improvement to Tavernary to get rid of what is the ruined Renarian temple from the Renarian Brotherhood and restore it and rebuild it as a temple of Karahel. Mayor Hell is still a politician, and he still always kind of looks out for what was best for him. And the one way that he agreed to let us have that temple would be if we were able to remove all of the delays in the getting the wall built entirely, and to go speak with uh, Tyner the Foreman and really get that squared away and get it done. And if we could do that, if we could get the wall built, stop all of the delays in the construction, that he would donate the temple to us call it a fair trade we felt like that was a win that was so much better than anything we expected it to be and on our way out Gideon kind of pulled Aguirre aside and said eh, be careful what you're getting into and asked us to go probably look at the temple that we want to have donated and make sure that it's what we had in mind so we did we went and checked it out and found out that it is a ruin of what it used to be it really is in need of a lot of construction also we found out that it was not entirely empty. On our way there, it was kind of in the middle of the Cobblefield Plaza where there's a lot of merchants. There's a lot of thumbs up from around the room. I got it right the first time. Uh, there is a lot of different stalls, a lot of different entertainers, and certainly a whole level of poverty that was all around that area. And uh, when there's that much poverty that's around, there is sometimes need for entertainment with Jericho certainly provided. There's always a couple little extra coins, which Dash relieve people of. And then there are people that live anywhere they can possibly find shelter. And that's what we found inside the ruined temple. There was an entire gang of thugs that had made this their stronghold in their base. And so as we're going in to explore, we got attacked. And much to Yannick's dismay, who really wanted to make sure he wasn't causing anyone any harm, we had to dispatch all of them because they fought till the end. When we were in the basement, getting beat up, and I mean that literally, because Dash was dropped twice, probably would have been killed if it weren't for Jericho helping him out and, and providing some healing. Underneath the floor of the temple, we found a hidden hatch that had a uh, kind of a magical glowing sphere. Agiri wasn't with us when we were doing the first exploration of the temple, so we went back and brought him in to take a look at it, and he did exactly what all holy men should do and reached out and touched it and it killed him. Yannick brought him back. Uh, we found out that it's much more dangerous than we expected it to be. 
and uh, decided we'd come back at a later time. It is a sealing spell. We uh, we learned he did learn something from it. Sealing. A, a, like like a bonding ceiling spell? Like above me? Like like below you and above someone else. It's more of a floor okay. spell in between, depending on what side you're on. It, it, it binds things down. And uh, we don't know if it was trying to keep something out or keep something in, but it was a lock of some sort, and it was a very, very strong piece of magic. So we left it. We closed it up. We buried it along with the other bodies that were in there, and we moved on and got... Uh, onto the task that we were hired to do for the mayor. We worked our way down towards the wall and found, <laughs> as though on cue, an entire group of thugs already causing havoc and, and trying to start another riot. There was a cleric that was there kind of defending them off, and uh, he was speaking with us, and I don't have my stuff highlighted about his name, so let me bring him up real quick. I have Galen takes a nap. That's the first thing I see. So Galen had to do that. Uh, mostly because he had to work the night shift. I didn't even talk really about this. So Galen's a bit of a hero. He wants to adventure with us, but he's also a city guard with a day job that's technically a night job, but he's been bailing on. His captain has kind of been getting on his case about that, so he had to take some shifts. Hemlock was a great friend and joined him on those shifts, but he's been losing sleep in that process. So the next morning, like I said, we went down to find it. Hello. And the priest. thank you. I had it written down here. It's, uh, and there was a guy, Helic, the cleric of Soline, was doing his best to defend these group of guys from sabotaging what looked like a, a base structure in the wall. They all threw themselves down into a pit. Uh, we stepped in, tried to help. Galen made some arrests and eventually got herself over to Tynor, who is the foreman that we had seen before and who was looking for some help with getting this wall completed. We let him know that we were there on behalf of the mayor and that this was our job. And he was grateful for the help and a little quiet on exactly how we could do it. Apparently there's some stones that he needs and they are not in yet because they're all supposed to work together. And that shipment of the last set of stones, only six of them, has been delayed. While Tynor starts explaining this to us, another character from the city named Meryl comes in and extra makes sure that he doesn't tell us the exact details. So Galen, finding this to be a distraction and preventing the, us from the knowledge that we needed, stole one of Meryl's scrolls, which I would like to also point out is an official city document, and that's bad. Meryl took off in a huff, brought guards back, including Galen's boss, his Captain Vaynor, and uh, confronted him about the theft that had happened. I did air quotes for the theft because uh, he got the, the scrolls back and Meryl was still upset about it. But because of the upset that it caused and the essential bad blood that was between the two, we were no longer trusted with information. We were no longer told that we could just go and save this problem. Meryl is now going to be a part of this expedition. So he's watching everyone as we go on, right before we leave, we decided that we need to prepare because this looks like it's going to be about a three days journey. Before we do that, there's a chance that we might be able to encounter some information uh, about a wizard inside the town of Tavernry who might have some spells or abilities or, or information that could help us as we go. Meryl is along for the ride and there's most certainly going to be danger outside the walls of Tavernry the further we explore. That's what caught us up, and that's where we're at. So stay tuned 
and listen for the next part.